You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, it is time for the On Point with Victor show. You're tuned in to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armanderes. This is the place, folks, you're going to get common sense and you're going to get logic. Uh, I am not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear. (laughs) So uh, welcome one, welcome all. Look, folks, if it's sounding a little bit different today, uh, it's because I'm coming to you live from the communist state of Michigan. Uh, (laughs) You know, look, I say that jokingly. um, It's a beautiful place. It really is. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, uh, it is a crazy state with a crazy governor. Uh, But look, folks, this is uh, so, yes, if it's sounding a little funny, it's because I am on remote in Michigan. Uh, if you don't see me on the webcams, it's because I'm not in studio. So, uh, but thanks for tuning in, guys. We're going to have a, a, a fun show today. I've got lots of topics, so we'll we'll basically do a topic rundown show today. I want to get to a few things, uh, but but let me uh, just on the forefront. I am in Michigan, and I do joke and call it the communist state of Michigan. I've been doing that while I'm here. So, folks, I flew into Detroit, and uh, Detroit. Let me tell you, what a different world. So I get into Detroit. You know, the first thing I do when I step off Delta is take off the mask. Uh, And, I mean, it is, you know, folks, you heard me last week. If you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. I mean, getting vaccinated and wearing the mask is like going to get a vasectomy and using a condom. I I mean, folks, it's just, it makes no sense. And science is on my side. It's just not political. So in order to have political science, you have to wear the mask in perpetuity, apparently. So... But, uh, but when I fly anywhere, uh, like I just did and flew in the, the, to uh, Detroit, I get off the plane, I take off my mask, and I'm walking to the airport. And I tell you, people looked at me like I was about to drop dead. Now, I will say the people in the airport were nice. No one really came after me. I had a couple of people that looked and said, uh, oh, aren't you going to put your mask on? <laughs> I said, no, I want to be healthy and stay healthy. Uh, but if a private business asked me to do it, I, I, you know, I, I put it on. In, in fact, I... I had a layover in Detroit, and I went in to get some lunch, and, uh, boy, they don't even want to talk to you unless you put the mask on. Although, I will say that the employees, some of them were, were, were really nice, and they were kind of laughing, joking about having to wear it. Um, and then I walked up to, I learned that in Minnesota, you cannot go get a fountain drink, you get a fountain pop, or a fountain soda, you get a fountain pop. Uh, so I went in to try and get a pop. <laughs> And I go up to the machine, and it's got a big sign on it, can't use the machine. So they're still in, in quite the lockdown. Uh, but yet they have the worst cases up here. It's, it's insane. But anyway, um, from there, I went to northern Michigan. And it is a different world up here, folks. I, I, uh, it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. I'm in a small town in northern Michigan that, that is known as Little Alpine City. Uh, it just, it looks like I'm in, uh, the mountains of some Swiss resort or, or ski resort. Uh, it, it's, or maybe in Germany because a lot of the buildings have a German look to them. It's really, really cool, I have to say. Uh, and the people here, completely 100% different in northern Michigan than it is down in Detroit. And what I've come to learn, what the natives here are telling me, that you have upstate Michigan and downstate Michigan. Upstate Michigan believes in freedom and liberty. Downstate Michigan, does not. Uh, upstate Michigan has basically told the governor to go pound sand. Downstate Michigan, these people, these fools will probably vote for Whitmer again. 
Uh, it's, it's crazy. Although I have talked to some people who told me they're not political, but they're not too happy with the governor. So it, it, from the sense that I'm getting around Michigan, is it is quite possible that the people of Michigan may throw out Governor Whitmer. And I believe the actions that Whitmer has taken the last few days or the last couple of weeks would, would signify that even she believes she's in danger uh, because she's trying to open parts of the state, or, or let's just say they're pulling back on trying to be so restrictive, even though which Michigan, for all intents and purposes, is still under lockdown. You can't go into a re- and many restaurants and sit down. You can't uh, go self-serve a drink. You, you know, still, still crazy restrictions. But up here in northern Michigan, they basically told her to go pound sand because I have found a few places where you can go sit down. They're they're completely running as normal. Um, every restaurant I've gone to so far, none of them have asked me to put on a mask. Every service station or store I've gone into, none of them have asked me to put on a mask. So northern Michigan is quite different. So it's, it's pretty neat. But okay, enough about me and Michigan. So let's uh, get into some topics today. So I don't know if you guys heard Biden's speech the other day. Look, I, it was painful to watch. Uh, if you want to see folks that, that Biden is in decline, and, and if you're still one of those sycophants out there trying to deny his... And look, when I say he's in decline, I don't mean that he's completely detached. Uh, there are times when Biden is, is definitely coherent. And um, I, I think he's a walking statement for whatever new and experimental drugs are out there. Uh, because I am sure they're pumping him up before he does these speeches. But even though, just watch the speech, how he loses his thought, he loses his train of thought, he loses where he is, he'll, he'll be talking about something. There was a spell that I don't know. He was talking about some kind of track, and he used to ride a train and was trying to tell you where the train used to go, and he completely made zero sense. So... There are these episodes where you can see. So, so look, it's sad to see Biden should be at home living out his latter years with his family. But instead, the Democrat Party wants to prop him up so they can assume and grab as much power as they can. Because if you haven't figured out that they're putting Biden up there trying to convince you that he's somehow some kind of moderate or that he's a moderate from 50 years ago, uh, so they can, while he's signing the most radical leftist liberal Marxist things into law, or at least trying to sign them in the law. I mean, they're doing a lot of this by dictate. Um, today's Democrat Party, folks, you got to understand, they, they're doing their dream list. They're trying to get the Green New Deal, the Socialist New Deal, the whatever you want to call it, but they're trying to put all these restrictions on the country. They want to turn the United States into the California or into a New York. They want the entire country to, to be like those two states. Um, and they're doing this by coming up with all of these nicely worded uh, bills. Uh, I mean, folks, just remember, never doubt a Democrat's ability to put nice, pretty words on horrible legislation uh, or executive orders, whatever you want to call them, whatever he's doing out there. And, and and, but what they're doing is this Democrat Party has propped up Biden, so trying to convince you that he's some kind of moderate. And then behind the scenes, and ev- just look at everything they're passing. Everything they're passing, they're trying to take over the whole entire voting system. They're trying to complete the takeover of health care. They want to completely take over transportation. Folks, they want to take you out of a vehicle and put you on some kind of rail um, or bus. And... And this is not hyperbole. It's just mark my words that that what I'm saying today and don't doubt me. Their goal 
is to completely take over transportation. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are having to rely on nothing but rail service and bus service and all of this, look, there's nothing wrong with it if you make that choice if you live in a city. But if you're in the burbs and, or another state and the government wants to confine, confine you to rail so you get from wherever you want to go, you go wherever the government tells you to go because you can only go where the government builds a station. That's how this rail stuff works. Folks, Amtrak has never made a profit. Amtrak lost $700 million or, or it may have been billion dollars last year. Uh, altogether, I'm sure it's in the billions that they've lost. Uh, they've never made money. Just in the food service, they've lost millions of dollars last year. Uh, Amtrak, high-speed rail, government rail, government transportation, it does not make money. It can't pay for itself. So it's just an endless money pit, and they go to the taxpayer to try and pay for this. Uh, the long term, the long run, doesn't work. They like to point to China. Oh, look at China's rail. China just had one of their rails plummet to the ground. Folks, China does things they do with the Democrats. Well, maybe this is where the Democrats learned it. They have pretty words and pretty statements and pretty names for all the communist things they do. But the actual infrastructure can't hold up. They, they, they've got rockets falling out of the sky. They've got a ship, nuclear ship that everybody, oh, look at China's new ship. As soon as they fired it up and took it out to sea, it caught fire. And they have a rail system that can't stay suspended because it's not built properly, and part of it came down. You can look all of this stuff up and verify it for yourself. And now we have a Democrat party in this country who wants to emulate that. That ought to scare the crap out of you, folks. We are the United States of America. We shouldn't emulate anyone. We are the leaders. You ha you're walking around with an iPhone in your pocket or a, or a droid in your pocket and, uh, or a galaxy or whatever you're walking around with. And that little phone, you've got more power than... than I don't know how many computers out there and that one little phone. You have that because of the United States capitalism. If it were left up to the communist Chinese or, or, or socialist Europe, you would not have an iPhone. There would be no Apple company to the extent there is today. There would be no Amazon. There would Innovation comes from capitalism. It comes from competition. And it's about darn time we start teaching that, which is why I keep telling you folks, we have to take back the education of this country and get it out of the hands of government. Um, there is no such thing as public schools. We only have government schools. And there's, there's no problem. I don't have a problem with taxpayer help for, for elementary school through high school. But we've got to take control of it on the local level, the very local level, to get it down to where there's the least amount of, of politics in it and more parents, more, more people, uh, free people that are, that are actually running education. That's what we're going to need, folks. That, that is the direction we've got to go. So, um, all right, folks, we're coming up on our first break, so don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderas. We will be right back. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you're 
are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, folks. We are back. Uh, so, did you hear? <laughs> so, I, you guys know I'm a huge soccer fan, so I got to say I got to touch on this. Uh, Producer Brett, bear with me. Uh, he would be happy that I did what uh, I was upset last night because I'm watching the Penguins game and they got slaughtered. Uh, but you know, actually, they made a little comeback. So, uh, but anyway, so if you're a soccer fan out there like I am, I'm sure you're aware of what happened in uh, England the other day with uh, Manchester United. So, Manchester United. They're in second place, folks, in the Premier League, uh, having a great season. They uh, were up against Liverpool, or supposed to be, and the fans went out. It's like as if they have their own Antifa. Uh, They took to the streets. They blocked the hotel so the teams couldn't leave the hotel. They stormed the stadium. Uh, So they broke into the stadium. They got on the field. They damaged some things. They say, look, I... A protest is a protest, and you want to protest. Apparently, these uh, a certain amount of fans are upset with the ownership. Uh, you know, Man United, I believe, now is owned by a group from the United States, so that probably doesn't make the British people happy. But uh, I don't know. That's another story to look into. But uh, but apparently, they're upset. Look, Man United and uh, eleven other teams in the Premier League uh, are trying to start a new league called the Super League, a new championship called the Super League, and that ticked off some of the fans and. Uh, I, you know, that's the excuse they're using. I think that Britain, the United Kingdom, England, they have been in lockdown for over a year, and now they're going into hard lockdowns again. Just as they started restricting a little or, or reducing a little bit, uh, relaxing a little bit, now they're going hard again with a lockdown. Uh, folks, when you lock down people, when you lock down the human race like animals, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I, I think these people have so much pent-up frustration and, and energy, and they figured out, you know, you look at the American media and under lockdown, what could you do? When we were under lockdown, uh, hard lockdown for a month or so last year, what did the media do? You couldn't leave your house unless you went to the streets to burn, loot, murder. Uh, if you went to go loot, if you went to go destroy, that was okay. There was no such thing as a super spreader as long as you went out and were destroying, burning, and looting, and, and, and murdering. That was, that was allowed. And, and the world saw this. So now you've got these, I guess the hooligans are back in England uh, because they went into, they broke into the stadium, they did some damage. I saw a guy pick up a camera equipment, throw it on the field, or break the camera equipment. They went in to destroy some things. Not everybody, but some of them did. Um, they blocked the hotel. They, had, they, they started fighting with police. And I got to tell you, what I observed right away was almost all the police that I saw responding to the stadium riot, to the uh, protest slash riot at the hotels. Uh, none of them were armed. None of them were armed. So I mean, what a what a place Europe is becoming. It's so sad, so sad. Uh, but anyway, if you're a soccer fan, hey, maybe we'll get to see the Man U game. I haven't 
seen an update on when that game's going to play, Man U versus Liverpool. It has very, very good implications because if uh, Liverpool wins, then um, one of my favorite teams, Man City, will become champions. So, anyway, <laughs> all right, that's all I'm going to say about soccer. Look, the only reason I bring that up, folks, is because they're over there in England trying to figure out why these fans got so upset and why they went and did some rioting. And I tell you, my contention is they are tired of being locked up. They're tired of being caged down into their homes. And, and they're using anything they can think of to go and, and get out their frustration. Now, I am not making excuses. Do not understand me. I'm not making excuses. I think anyone who participated in a riot in, uh, Man- over there in Manchester City, I'm sorry, Manchester over at Manchester United, their stadium, uh, anyone who participated in damage, if they broke in, if they did damage, they should be prosecuted. Uh, I'm not making excuses. Uh, I think it's crazy to have these lockdowns, and I think they're getting – they shouldn't be surprised at what they're getting. So, but, but I'm not making excuses. Don't, under, don't misunderstand me. Just as I will not make excuses for anyone in this country who goes out and thinks they have a right to burn someone else's property or destroy someone else's property. Um, I mean, it's ridiculous, folks. So, um, all right, that's all I'm going to say there. Let's move on to some more topic rundowns. I, and I mentioned before we went to the last break, I mentioned uh, Joe Biden and, and uh, his speech. You know, President Biden did his little uh, speech to the House. Well, maybe a few people. <laughs> because, um, look, folks, the optics that the White House is putting out and the Democratic administration is ridiculous. On the one hand, they're pleading with you. They're getting... Hollywood, they're getting uh, Barack Obama the other day to try to convince kids, trying to tell your children, surpass the parents and, and tell your children that they need to go get vaccinated. Uh, it is ridiculous. But let's don't even have the discussion on whether you should get the vaccine or not. Let's have the discussion and, and, and look and pay attention to what government's doing. They're messaging how bad it is. Look at what the Biden administration, the Democrats are doing. They're, they're on this hand. Oh, go get the vaccine. Please, please, please get the vaccine, get the vaccine. And then on this hand, he gives a speech to a room full of vaccinated people, only allowed about 50 people in, 50 senators and congressmen, congresswomen in. Uh, they have to be 10 feet from each other, wearing a mask. Every one of them have been vaccinated, folks. And then you've got these morons sitting behind them. With their mask on, um, I, I at least Biden took his mask off when he was trying to read a speech. But folks, it is the messaging is horrible. If you want people in this country to feel good about the vaccine and get the vaccine, then they need to have the understanding that when they get the vaccine, they can follow the science and off with the mask and go back to normal. But the Democrat Party and Biden and the rest of these the. Castillo Cortez and all of these people in the Democrat Party today do not believe in freedom, nor do they want you to have it. You've got to understand that, folks, today's movement right now, the political movement is we convince the American people to give us unprecedented power, power that we cannot derive from the Constitution. But these people, the American people have given us this power, so we don't want to let it go. And I told you guys, I told every one of my listeners, all of you guys, I told you for all of last year, if you continue to give up civil liberties and your freedoms to the government, you give them the power, they will not relinquish it. And that is what we're seeing now, folks. The Democrat Party is absolutely right now cannot stand that some states are becoming free again. Uh, Georgia, no restrictions. Florida, no restrictions. Texas, no restrictions. And those states, they're thriving. Texas is thriving, got one of the lowest unemployment rates. 
Uh, Georgia's thriving, one of the lowest unemployment rates. Florida, thriving, lowest unemployment rate. Uh, Tennessee, thriving. These states are thriving because they're putting freedom and liberty first. They don't have Democrat governors or mayors that are trying to uh, pull power out of their nether reasons that they don't have. And when you see Georgia and you see Florida and you see Texas, the, the, the coronavirus is not running rampant. We're not having trouble with hospitals. We're not having trouble with cases. Uh, we're moving in the right direction, and the people in those states are free citizens again. And the Democrat Party can't stand it because it's really throwing a wrench into their plans. Because when you've got people, say, up here in Michigan, where I am, looking down going, oh, my God, I'm a rock star here. Because when they find out that I'm from Georgia, they want to know more about Georgia. Uh, I talked to a couple yesterday who just moved. They're, I'm sorry. They're leaving. They're leaving Michigan and going to the free state of Tennessee. Uh, it is unbelievable, folks, that we, we even refer to states in the United States now as free states and non-free states. Uh, so this is what I'm saying about the messaging. If you want people to get vaccinated, you've got to stop convoluting the message. If you want them vaccinated, then you got to tell them, follow the science and go back to normal. The CDC on their website, I believe still today, will say if you've been vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to distance. You don't need to do. And I believe they're even changing some of them, having to walk some of it back because the Democrat Party and Fauci and the teachers unions, they're controlling what the CDC says. Folks, look, I told you last year and I told you last week, we did not elect anyone at the CDC. The CDC does not make policy. The CDC does not pass laws. They can refer and they can they can make uh, uh, they can make you know suggestions, but they don't make law, and we don't need to sit around and, and let them make it, uh, which is what they're doing in the terms that they are doing what the Democrat Party is telling them to do, and then they're putting out these these whatever they're telling the party's telling them to do, and then private America, private business, and nonprofit business are taking the CDC's marching orders, and folks, it's ridiculous. Private business and private citizens and nonprofits ought to be looking to the Constitution. We need to be looking to what a great country we're in and, that, and, and the, where our freedoms come from. Our freedoms are not derived from government. They are derived from a document. We have God-given rights, folks. And we've got to remember this, and the problem is, is we're not teaching this anymore because we have government schools, government indoctrination centers. Uh, but, folks, I, I'm just, you know, I, I'm going to get off on a tangent here, but let me go back to what I was saying. If you want, if the Biden administration wants more people vaccinated, then stop telling vaccinated people or people who are going to get vaccinated that they can't go back to normal. Uh, but that's not going to happen, folks, because the Democrats do not want to let go of this power they have. Um, they are drunk to the point of sickness on the power that we, the people, have given them. And it is going to be time to have a political ballot box revolution in 2022. What do I mean by that? I mean that people in Michigan, people in New York, people across Oregon and across California, Illinois, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts, all of you have going to have to divorce the letter D and throw these power-hungry uh, politicians out of office. That's the only way to get through this, folks, is to throw them out of office. We, the people, can reassert ourselves at the ballot box, and we're going to have to do it. 
we're going to have to do it. Folks, they cannot do enough fraud to beat turnout. And I talk about this all the time. If you just go out and you talk to your friends, you talk to your family, and you tell them, look, we, we can't be sick of it to the letter D any longer unless you don't want freedom. And, folks, there's probably a good 20, 30 percent of the people out there who do not want freedom. They think communism and socialism is the way to go. I mean, they just don't know because they're not being taught. This is what happens when you allow government to run education, when you allow a central government uh, office to run education throughout the country. You're going to get indoctrination, and you're going to get generations and generations of kids coming up who don't really know what freedom means. They don't know what liberty means. They don't know how this country was founded. In government schools today, your kids are being taught to hate their country. That's a travesty, folks. That's a travesty. So, but uh, let me get to a little bit of Biden's speech. You know, there's one part that I want to point out, um, and this kind of goes to what we were just discussing. Uh, in part of his speech, Biden looked to the camera and actually told you that we, the people, is government. Now, maybe, folks, maybe what he was trying to say is we the people of the people by the people means that we the people send these morons to office to represent us and that we can throw them out when they do wrong. But, folks, that's not what he meant. I promise you it's not what he meant. I Honestly, he was just reading some bozo out of some probably Berkeley uh, wrote this speech for him. But what he was trying to convey was we the, gov- we the government was that the government has power and control over you. All right, folks, we're going to the next break. Don't you go anywhere. We will be right back. This is America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor. There is. Uh, look, folks, if you want to advertise on the show, and you should, uh, you should email gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com, or you can shoot me a message, victor at americaswebradio.com. Uh, shoot us a message, folks. We can advertise your business. You can be a sponsor. Um, get your message out. Uh, talk about your business. Whatever you want us to do. Uh, folks, I'll even do a live read for you, and we'll give you a special, special deal for that to happen. Uh, you just uh, email us at gm at americaswebradio.com. Uh, all right, folks, let's get back to some topic uh, topic rundown. Did you hear, uh, and, and I'm not going to say too much. I'm Actually, I'm, I'm going to be done with Biden. I, I, you know, look, I feel sorry for the guy because they're abusing him, and the elderly should not be abused. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's a sad thing, but, uh, and, and, you know, America's Web Radio, we even have a, uh, a show that helps the elderly. And, uh, but, but, yes, the elderly should not be abused, and that is what they're doing to President Biden. Uh, but that's about it. All in, all, what I'm saying, the reason why I told you that part of the speech, that he said the, the government is the people, <laughs> and it's not, folks. But what, because what he means, and, and I told you this before, if you listen closely to the Democrats, they will slip up on occasion and tell you what they really think. And especially right now, because they feel emboldened. You know, look, folks, politicians live in a bubble, whether they're leftist, Marxist, socialist Democrats, or they're establishment Republicans in D.C., they live in a bubble. They do not really know what's going on across America. Uh, and, and the bubble they live in just doesn't allow them to really stay in touch with reality. And the Democrats right now believe they have a mandate. Uh, you would think, look, folks, in 2020, in that election, I know President Trump, you know, I know what happened there, and it's awful. And, that, and we have President Biden right now. But what the media just pretends didn't happen and what the Democrats pretend didn't happen is the Republicans won everywhere else. On state house level, Republicans won. On the governor level, go, uh, Republicans won. Uh, on the federal, the House, the, the Republicans almost retook the House. So, and now, folks, look at what happened in Texas the other day. There was a special election the other day in Texas, and the Republicans ran ran shot across the uh, the Democrat over the Democrat, and in an area that's not really uh, so Republican anymore. Uh, but the Republicans won big. Uh, I do believe that there's a backlash coming. And when Biden stands up in front of America and tells and tells you uh, that and, and it's because of some probably some snot nosed 20 something year old speech writer who wrote this about the government is all great. A bigger. You just had the Democrat Party, President Biden, the other day tell you that the big government, the bigger, the better. Folks, I remember a time when Bill Clinton, a Democrat in the 90s, had to come on and say the era of big government is over because of a guy named Newt Gingrich who swept in and the Republicans came with him and won the House and won the Senate. And, and then Clinton had no choice but to play ball. And to Bill Clinton's credit, you know, Bill Clinton was a politician who wanted to be liked more than he was a politician that wanted power back then. Not like that anymore. But in the 90s, Bill Clinton cared about his legacy. Bill Clinton cared about who liked him. Uh, Bill Clinton cared about how many <laughs> interns would come knocking on his door. Uh, that's what he cared about. So he played ball with New Gingrich and the Republicans. 
And Bill Clinton actually said the era of big government was over. That was a Democrat. He couldn't do that today. Today you have the Democrat Party telling you that the bigger the government, the, the better it is for you. And, folks, the opposite is true. All you've got to do is go read the Founding Fathers, go read the history of this country, read the Federalist Papers. The central government is supposed to be small. There's a reason there's only 18, folks, 18 enumerated powers in the Constitution. Let me repeat that. There's only 18 enumerated powers in the Constitution. And the reason that it is is because the federal government was supposed to be small. The majority of government is supposed to happen in the states. And, and while I'm mentioning the states, have you noticed that when, when President Trump was president, the Democrats love state rights? Now that they have total control, the Democrats control the executive branch, they control the legislative branch, and, and <laughs> I would like to think they don't control the, the uh, judicial branch. But right now, the legislative branch and the executive branch is controlled by Democrats. They have complete power. And now there's no such thing as states' rights. If you listen to the Democrats, they want Biden ruling by decree. They want him to sign all these executive orders, and they want to crush state rights. They want to crush Ron DeSantis in Florida. They want to crush Abbott in Texas. They want to crush uh, Kemp in Georgia. Why is that, folks? Why is all of a sudden, when the Democrats have power in the federal government, that suddenly states' rights don't exist? But let a Republican get elected, and they scream states' rights. Folks, I, I beg of you, I always beg you to wake up. Wake up. It's time for you to see what's really going on. And the Democrats are showing you. They're showing you they don't have your answers. When Biden is telling you that government has all the answers, that the bigger the government, the better, that the government is we the people. No, folks, we the people are the independent, freedom-loving, uh, uh, liberty-loving people of this country who keeps government in check. That's not what Biden wants. It's not what Biden wants. So, okay, let's move on. Did you hear... Now, you know, folks, how I feel about masks, and uh, we need to follow the science. We heard all last year, follow the science, follow the science. Well, if you follow the science and you're, if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. And honestly, folks, even if you're not vaccinated, big deal. You don't need the mask. Um, and you don't need to put kids. Kids should have never been in masks. And you've got high schools now in states like Oregon who believe in their, you know, they've got this autonomous power now. These Democrats think they're all-powerful. They're making high schoolers play sports in masks. And, folks, I saw a soccer game yesterday where these high school girls were playing in masks. It's unbelievable to me the harm that parents are allowing politicians and, and union teacher bureaucrats the harm they're letting them do to their kids. You know, it used to be when parents would do everything to protect their children. What happened to that? What happened? Because they're letting politicians and bureaucrats and teachers unions put your kids in, put their kids in harm. Uh, putting your child in a mask is ridiculous. It should have never happened. And now, when we're here at a time when we need to be reopening everything and, and the vaccine is really, really helping herd immunity... Uh, but you're still putting kids in math. It's unbelievable, folks. Well, in Oregon the other day over the weekend, you had a high school girl who was running in a race and, and actually was about to set a record. Maybe she did set the record, but when she finished, she collapsed. 
she collapsed because she couldn't get enough oxygen because of the mask they made her wear. Outside, running a race, and had to wear a mask. It, the stupidity, folks. It, we need to call it what it is. It's stupidity. There's no science behind this. Uh, you find a medical doctor that's not being paid by the government, and they will tell you there's no science behind this. That Number one, if you were outside, you should have never been wearing a mask. Never. Not at all. And especially when you're vaccinated, you shouldn't be wearing a mask. And kids should never have been wearing a mask. But yet, look what these Democrat governors and states are doing. They're making the kids wear masks. In, in, the ones that are in school, they're making them wear masks. The ones that are playing sports, they're waking, making them wear masks. And we just had, look, folks, these instances I hated, they're going to happen more and more. But you had a young high school girl who passed out because she wasn't getting enough oxygen because they made her run a race with a mask on. Where are her parents? Where are her parents? I mean, this is unbelievable. All of you parents out there, if you're in a blue liberal socialist state, you're allowing the politicians and the teachers unions, you're allowing them and the bureaucrats to put your kids in masks. It is time to stand up. And this is what I'm talking about. You got to stand up and you got to start pushing back now. You got to tell these guys you're going to throw them out of office and you better do it. You better do it. You've got, you've got, you've got to do it. And you know, while I'm talking about the bureaucrats and the unions, the teachers unions and, and the government tax and politicians, look what they're doing, folks. There is a story that's breaking. And I know you, if you're watching CNN and MSNBC and NBC and ABC and CBS and PBS and NPR, you haven't heard about this, I'm sure, and you probably won't hear about it, but you've got to do some research, folks. If there's a story breaking um, where emails have been leaked out and the communications between teachers unions, Dr. King, Fauci, Democrat politicians, and the CDC. I told you, when an organization relies on the government for its livelihood, whether through grants or salaries or, or, or whatever it is, when an organization relies on the government, then that organization is going to do the bidding of the government. They're not going to bite the hand that feeds them. And the CDC right now, where this story is going to break, you can go look for it. You can go do a DuckDuckGo search, because Google's probably not going to let you find it. Uh, but do a DuckDuckGo search. Uh, start doing, start finding, go look at different news agencies, and you will find that, that this story is breaking. Where emails have been leaked out, where the teachers unions, Dr. King Fauci, and uh, politicians, Democrat politicians, are basically setting the guidelines that the CDC is putting forth because what they're trying to do, folks, look, Biden wants to run around and say that he doesn't believe in passports, vaccine passports. You know why he says that, folks? He 100% believes in passport, vaccine passports. He'll tell you that he doesn't because behind the scenes, they're making the CDC make all these ridiculous comment, uh, you know, guidelines because they want private business to do their bidding and now you've got colleges that have announced you will not be allowed to be a student on their campus if you don't show your passport your vaccine passport you've got to show your papers don't come to our campus if you can't show your vaccine papers ladies and gentlemen are we going to sit by and allow the federal government run by democrats are we going to allow them now to make all our medical records public. You know, one of the most private things in this country 
are your medical needs and your doctor. It's between you and your doctor. No one else should know. No one else should know. So where is this going to stop, folks? Let me tell you. If you allow the government and you allow businesses to demand that they know that you've been medically vaccinated, what's going to be next? You're going to have to let them know you don't have this condition or that condition? Folks, what happened to HIPAA? What happened to our, our, our legal rights to privacy? You're letting them go, people, and you're letting them go drip by drip by drip. And pretty soon, it's going to be too late, and you're going to look to people like me. You're going to look to conservatives. You're going to look to libertarians, and you're going to go, what happened? Can we get our, our freedom back and liberty back and privacy back? And I only hope it's not going to be too late. But right now, folks, you've got the – and I'm telling you, go look at the story. You've got teachers unions and Dr. King Fauci who are colluding with – and, and telling – with politicians, telling the CDC what to walk back, what guidelines to put out. And then they're signaling to corporate America, you do our bidding or we're going to tax you to oblivion. Do our bidding or we're going to regulate you into oblivion. So now you've got colleges already, colleges leading the way demanding that if you do not have a vaccine passport, you will not attend this college. You will not walk on these college grounds. Think about that for a while, folks. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. You cannot give the government an inch because they're going to take miles and miles and miles. And if you allow this to happen, we're going to regret it, folks. We will. Okay, folks, we're going to another break. Don't you go anywhere. We will be right back. This is On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're back, folks. This is the America's Web Radio. You're listening to On Point with Victor. 
Uh, well, folks, if you're just tuning in and I sound a little different, it's because I am on remote in Michigan, in the communist state of Michigan. <laughs> I joke, I joke, I joke. Look, folks, Michigan is beautiful. I'm up in northern Michigan. It's great. Not like uh, like the uh, Detroit and uh, where the crazy governor has them locked in their homes. Um, <laughs> look, folks, I, I, I have fun with this. I do, I do, I do. Um, let's get to some topic rundown. Did you guys hear... Uh, and you can look up this video, folks. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we're putting, I, I mean, that we're getting to and coming to, and it's so sad. Uh, but this, this anti-police sentiment that the Democrats have caused, and make no mistake, the Democrat Party is causing this, this anti-police sentiment. Um, the media is causing it. Uh, it, it it's, it's awful. Uh, but did you see the lady in L.A. who was pulled over, a, apparently a teacher? Now, let that sink in. Let this sink in. This lady, what I'm about to tell you what this lady did, just remember this. She's a teacher. She's teaching kids somewhere. Now, I guess online, but the fact that she's a teacher, wow. I mean, folks, uh, it's unbelievable. But uh, So look look up this video. So just, just do a search on uh, L.A. cop Mexican racist. <laughs> uh, this lady was pulled over because she was talking on her cell phone. Now, look, folks, in most states across the country, um, you cannot drive and hold your cell phone. If you drive and hold your cell phone and you pass a police officer, you're going to get pulled over, especially in California. Um, so this police officer observed this uh, so-called teacher driving down the road, just a blabbing on her cell phone or, or texting away while driving. So he pulled her over and he walks up and she immediately starts berating him. She, uh, she called him a murderer. You murderer, you're a murderer, you're a murderer. She gets irate. And, and folks, the body cam uh, video is here. It's there. You can watch it. This, this police officer showed amazing restraint. Uh, he just walked up and he said, can I see your license? And she went into a diatribe on how he was a murderer. She doesn't know him, folks. This lady is supposed to be a teacher. Now, look at the message that, that kids across the country or across California are getting from this teacher that she doesn't know this police officer. She's never met him, but yet he's a murderer, and she's calling him a murderer, not not complying or, or, or talking with the officer uh, or, or pleading her case. Nope. She's calling him a murderer, and, that, and it gets worse. So he just ignores it all, and he says, look, ma'am, you can't drive with your cell phone in your hands. You can't drive text while driving, and she continues to berate him. But he continues to just, ma'am, I need to see your license. And then she looks at him, and uh, I don't even remember what she said about her license, that she didn't have it with her. And he just said, okay, well, you can't drive with your cell phone. I'm going to cite you for driving while, uh, texting while driving or, or holding your cell phone while driving. And that's what the citation. And she went on and on. And then, then she looked at him, and she goes, you're a Mexican racist. Now, folks, I am of Mexican descent, Spanish descent. And um, I, I have been called a racist myself. I've been called a brown racist. Uh, I, I, I didn't know, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't know if you wrote a ticket for somebody who broke the law that he could be a Mexican racist. So apparently this officer must have been Hispanic <laughs> because she started calling him a Mexican racist. And then he gave her the ticket. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Here, here's your citation. And she goes, you're a Mexican racist. You're a Mexican racist. You will never be white. This is what she said to him. Folks, you really need to go see this video. This, this is the, this is just, it's awful. And, and wherever she's a teacher, she needs to be put on leave immediately. 
This woman has no business teaching anyone, let alone children. Now, let's reverse this. Let's say that a police officer pulled over a teacher, and let's say this teacher uh, was, let's say the, let's say the cop was a little rude, and let's say the police, the, let's say the, the teacher in the car started reciting the Constitution, started reciting this, you know, freedom, liberty, saying good things about this country. How much you want to bet that person, that teacher would be put on leave? to have the audacity to speak of independence, to speak of freedom, to speak of liberty, and to speak of the Constitution. But no, in this case, we have a teacher who, who immediately referred to the police officer, called him a murderer, called him a Mexican racist, whatever that is, <laughs> and then told him that he would never be white. I mean, it's unbelievable, folks. I've told you before, and I'm going to tell you again, the only people who see color in this country is the Democrat left, the socialist Marxist Democrat left. Folks, if you look up the history this country has with the KKK and the Jim Crow, all spawned by the Democrat Party. Segregation, Joe freaking Biden, who's been a Democrat all his life, argued for segregation. You know, this man, Biden, has been in politics for most of his life. There's lots and lots of archives of Biden way back in the 60s, 70s, uh, where, and it's, and especially when once he was elected, which, gosh, early 70s, we're talking 70, 71, 72, uh, where he actually spoke on behalf of segregation. Uh, Robert K.K. Byrd, K.K.K. Byrd, was a grandmaster of the K.K.K., was a Democrat senator. Are you listening to me? I think, look, I know I'm sending some of my Democrat listeners to the cry closet right now, and they're, they're all running for a safe space. But these are the facts. And now fast forward to today. Who sees color? Who wants to put you in a box? The Democrat Party. They want you in a brown box, a black box, a gay box, a yellow box. They want you against each other because... If you, the people, will fight, or we, the people, will fight amongst ourselves, then these people in Washington will just take more and more and more power, and they'll control you, folks. We can't allow that. we got to stop this. We really do. But, uh, but that happened, folks. That was in L.A. You can look up the video. It's out there. This lady calling this officer called him a murderer and a Mexican racist. Uh, it's unbelievable. And yet she is a teacher. So, I mean, can we blame Trump for that? He's not around. I mean, folks, I'm telling you, the party that sees the color of your skin and makes judgments based on the color of your skin is the Democrat Party, today's Democrat Party. Today's Democrat Party is not the party of Kennedy, folks. It's not. It's not. John F. Kennedy would be run out of today's Democrat Party. So, um, all right, the next thing on the rundown had, did you see Cuomo? I mean, the cojones on this guy. I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy gets away with. Um, Cuomo has abused women, and, and he's treated women bad, but he gets away with it because he has a D by his name. Uh, Cuomo killed grandmothers and grandfathers. He's literally responsible for thousands of deaths in the old folks' home last year. But he gets away with it. And now, the man who was responsible for signing an executive order last year, sending COVID patients to elderly homes, which caused massive death. This man had the audacity 
to go on TV the other day talking to the youth because he's mad because so many youth won't get vaccinated and so many Republicans won't get vaccinated. This is what Cuomo was saying the other day. He had the cojones to look and say, you youth people need to get vaccinated. I mean, if you don't, then you might be a grandmother killer. You're going to go to your home, kiss your grandmother, and kill her. Serve the guy who killed grandmothers, who literally killed grandmothers and grandfathers and mothers and fathers by sending COVID patients to old folks' home last year. He caused an, an unbelievable death rate in old folks' home in New York City. This man is still governor. And he's out there preaching to the to youth, to teenagers and kids, that if they don't get vaccinated, they're going to kill grandmothers. Well, I guess he would know. It takes a killer to know a killer. I mean, folks, I, it is unbelievable what we're allowing, uh, what the people of New York are allowing. I, I tell you what, if you guys don't throw Cuomo out, he ought to be removed. He ought to be forced to resign after what he did. But... Apparently, the letter D, who knew that Superman, he didn't need an S on his chest. He needed the letter D. The letter D apparently is the all-powerful letter, all-powerful letter. If you, have, if you stand by the letter D, you can abuse women. You can uh, uh, advocate for segregation. You can judge everyone by their color. Uh, and you can kill old people. And you can get away with it because that letter D is that powerful. That's how powerful the letter D is. I think I'm going to write a comic book. I've got a good friend in Atlanta, Georgia, that we've known each other since kindergarten. And he's quite the artist uh, and musician uh, because we used to be in a band together. Uh, You know that band called Pointless? Yeah, that band. Um, But him and I were, were comic. We loved comic books growing up. I am going to have to talk to my friend in Atlanta, Georgia, because we're going to have to, we're going to write a comic book. I think we're going to create a new comic book, and it's going to be the all-powerful D. Uh, you, too, can be a super amazing person and all-powerful if you just pledge to the letter D. I think that has the makings for an amazing comic book, folks. <laughs> so we're going to have to, uh, I will keep you updated on that, but I'm going to talk to my friend down in Atlanta. He's, a great, he's an awesome listener. Uh, so we'll we'll get on that, but uh, but folks, I mean uh, the arrogance of Cuomo, uh, it's it's amazing. It's just amazing, and I don't know how the people of New York continue to put up with him. But uh, but anyway, I and let me touch on another story here as we get close to the end of the show here. Did you hear about the Jeopardy winner? Uh, and folks, I don't know why you keep doubting doubting me. Some of you out there, some of you Democrats, I mean you're going to have to wake up. But listen now to the the, the winner of Jeopardy. So. Folks, if you look at this winner, when he won his first game, he was so excited, he put up the number one. I, I won. I won. One game. One game. I won. When he won the second time in Jeopardy, he put up number two. Two. I'm a two-piece. I've won two games in a row. When he won his third Jeopardy round, when he won again on third time on Jeopardy, he puts up three. He goes, number three. I've won three. Three games. I'm a three-piece. Well, my goodness. This poor sap who won Jeopardy, who just signaled number three, I'm a 3 P, had no idea that the wokes would come for him. 
because apparently if you celebrate winning three games on Jeopardy, you're a racist. Uh, you're a white supremacist. If you win three games on Jeopardy and you hold up the signal and celebrate, I won three. Folks, this is what we're allowing to come down from the crazy cancel culture, from the woke culture, and from the current Democrat culture. All this Jeopardy winner did was say, I won three games and hold up. And now he's being forced to apologize. Well, if I were that winner on Jeopardy, I'd be telling everyone to go pound sand, especially the Wokes. And with that, folks, I'm going to tell the Wokes, you go pound sand. So, uh, folks, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Don't you go anywhere. Locked and loaded with Roger B. is up next. You guys have a great week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.